What is going on, everybody? I am your host, David Espinoza, and this is episode 37 of Unload the Bar. And you can catch Unload the Bar on many, many podcast platforms out there. The Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Player FM, iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. We've been at it for quite a while, and I'm so proud to say that that it continues to grow. So thank you very much for everybody that supported, and then the people that have not supported the show yet. What are you waiting for? Subscribe it, rate it, review. And share the damn show. All of these things help the podcast to grow and to be shared and to expand out there, out there in the world. So get on it. Subscribe, rate, review, and share. And then you can follow us on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, all under the same name. Unload the bar. Give us a follow. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can shoot me an email. Unloadthebar at gmail.com. Send us questions. Send us feedback. Let us know what you think about the show and how we can improve. And this banger of a song you're hearing right now is by the artist Misery Slims. Thank you so much for letting me use your music on today's episode. And I will leave links in the show notes, you guys can go ahead and support and check them out. And everything else that I just mentioned, our socials, our email. Uh, so you guys can go ahead and, and give us some feedback and support the show. Now, um, this is a special episode. Uh, this episode will drop around the day that our first episode launched last year. Yes, today is the one-year anniversary of Unload the Bar. Seriously, I can't believe it that we made it this far. I didn't think I was going to make it this far. It was just something that I've been wanting to do for quite a while. I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to talk to people. I, I used this to, to open up and, and to use this platform for others to to tell their stories and for people to hear those those stories and to get some kind of inspiration or um, motivation or even if you had uh, you know a couple of hours to kill um, I've always been a fan of podcasts and they help move along the the, the day and I hope uh, that I did that for you guys. But yeah, one year anniversary. So today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a few of my favorite clips of, of past episodes of Unload the Bar. There were so many that I could have put on here. So many, but it would have been a, a multiple hour uh, show. And I can't stand to listen to shows that are multiple hours two three four hour podcast that's fucking ridiculous um so i just picked a, a few out that stood out to me 
So you're going to hear a compilation of my uh, one of my favorite clips of some of my favorite clips that that happened this uh, past year. So before we get on, I just want to say thank you to everybody out there that has downloaded the show and shared it. Um, Thank you so much for doing this. I don't know where the show would be at uh, if it wasn't for you guys. So from everybody here in the States to the people in, 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 in Europe and um, in South America, uh, you have downloads in Australia. Uh, it's just uh, everywhere, dude. And I'm just, I can't believe it. And, and thank you guys so much. So let's get on with the show. Uh, this first clip that you're going to hear is from the very first episode of Unload the Bar. It was uh, my buddy uh, AJ Serenio that came on the show and he uh, talked about his fitness journey. Uh, um, a lot of people don't know this, but this podcast was supposed to be uh, a two-guy team. It was supposed to be me and AJ. Um, AJ was just extremely busy at that time. Uh, he couldn't commit. It was hard for me to, to have him on uh, on that show to record that uh, that first episode. So it wouldn't have worked out. But, uh, but I got him on the first episode. And uh, right here in this clip, you're going to hear him talk about how he got in a fight at, at, uh, with an employee from uh, Mrs. Fields. So enjoy. I just remember this one time I was walking through the mall mm. and I was going to the mall to meet this other girl that worked at one of the stores there. Um, and my ex-girlfriend had started dating um, a f- friend of ours mm-hmm. um, who also happened to work at the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl that I was going to meet um was she a friend or just some girl that you know what you were dating or no some girl is is, she was a friend okay Um, so i went to go meet her and um and she was a manager at some other store so i went to go meet her at her store um my ex-girlfriend were was a manager at another store in that same mall Mm -hmm. and her boyfriend was um he owned a Mrs. Fields, or his dad owned a Mrs. Fields, and he worked at the Mrs. Fields. Oh, lucky. Yeah. This is why I'm like, whenever you see Mrs. Fields, I'm like, fuck you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... I think they're fucking... Uh, I don't really see that many of Mrs. Fields anymore. You really don't. Mm-hmm. I, don't like, I always see, like, Great American Cookies or, like, uh, uh, Toll's House. Toll and House, yeah. Toll yeah. House. Uh, but I don't really see Mrs. Fields. I think the last one that I saw was at the Boulevard Mall. But I haven't been to the Boulevard Mall oh, in a long time. There. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Even like with the fucking upgrades that they had. <laughs> yeah. It was like, dude, this no. is the fucking same it's fucking mall, dude. Nasty other places. Now I would never. That's fucking horrible. Dude. Well, we went there like a couple of week, a couple of weeks ago, because they opened up. Uh, it's kind of like a. Uh, 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 like a little, uh, like a little Sea World. Where? What? Inside the Boulevard Mall. Did they? I don't, yeah. I don't go. So then you can go in there, and there's like like fishes and turtles, and oh, you can go in there, you can check that shit. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, um, they said no, that's it's gonna be nice and whatever the fuck. And it's like, 
You know, it's like uh, it's Boulevard uh, Mall. Yeah, it's like a, a, a like a bowl of water with like some turtles, <laughs> and you can just look at it and shit. And just like it was just so fucking stupid. And then like there's like uh, that mall's dying. Come in, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, it was dying. Dude. Yeah, and then uh, they, they have um, they have like ten uh, stores. They're exactly the fucking same. See, no. It's just like there's no, no. there's no originality there. There's no. a, everything just looks the same. Yeah. It's just like yeah, yeah. yeah that no, just upgrades I to think the last time I went there was when I was working, when I was uh, working GT. Yeah, it was the last yeah. time I was there. So years ago. So I don't, I don't. So yeah, so uh, fuck Mrs. Fields. Oh yeah, fuck Mrs. Fields. <laughs> so with the, with the, I went to go visit this. So I went to visit this girl. Uh-huh. Um, and um, my ex-girlfriend got word that I was in the mall. Mm-hmm. She thought I was stalking her. Oh. Right. So mm-hmm. she goes over to tell her boyfriend at Mrs. Fields, hey, he's here at the mall. So he takes his plastic gloves off, right? Yeah. Puts the cookie tray down. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah? So, right. No, he's exactly it. Right. So um, I'm, you know, standing. And he's a friend of yours, though, too, right? He was a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Like, and that's, as soon as I heard them were dating or something, I'm like, fuck you, man. You're not no friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I went uh, standing outside of this girl store waiting mm-hmm. for her, you know, just to, you know, see if she's when she's got some time to talk or, you know, to hang out. And so I was going to go say hi. Dude walks up. He's like, what are you doing in the mall? Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of your business. <laughs> like, he takes his hair net off. Yeah, then... <laughs> pretty much. So he's, I guess, my ex-girlfriend started freaking out, thinking, like, you know, I was there to fucking, you know, stalk her. And yeah. Whatever. I was like, well, he's like, chill the fuck out. So he mm. started getting in my face. I'm like, all right, this is going to fucking happen. Mm. <laughs> like, you're going to get in my face? I'm going to press this. Uh-huh. You know, started egging. I was like, what the fuck are you going to do? I I'm in the mall. Mm. You know, I'm going to be in the mall. This so and after you explained to him, like, hey, I'm not here. Oh, no, I, no the thing is, I didn't explain. Mm. I didn't. I pressed it. I didn't explain. So I didn't see, say so, shit. So, okay, okay, so you did kind of care. No, because I wanted to fucking fight. <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm saying, though. Like, your reason to go to the mall was, was to, go, to vis- go visit your friend. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but when he confronted you, yeah, you didn't tell him. No, because it's not, first, it's none of his business why I'm in the mall. Mm-hmm. You're, he's assume they're assuming shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, he, But I mean, still, though, you, you were assuming, they were assuming, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they but were But I mean, assuming. you didn't help the situation, though, either. Because it's also none of their business. Like let them think, let them be the dumbasses. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like you're gonna you're gonna start some shit over some stupid petty shit. Well, whatever, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Think whatever the fuck you so want. So you so you were kind of uh, leading yeah. him on a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, egging I was, him on. Yeah, what I really was like, leave me. Really, what happened was, like, I was like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, uh, like, go the fuck away. Go back to your store. Like yeah, just yeah. Keep, just walk away. Just I just I was standing right there. It's like just dude, just go away. Go away. Yeah, he wouldn't go away. Wouldn't go away. He eventually he did, and I was like, yeah, good. Finally, right. So mm-hmm. uh, he walks away. Um, so I was like, fuck, man, I'm not gonna stand outside in my this, my friend's store. So mm-hmm. I started walking to her store. Um, and then as soon as I walk through the entrance of her store, I feel this tap on my shoulder. And I turn around and he clocks me right in the side. Oh, of shit. Face. Right. Fucking bam. This uh-huh. knocks me. Um, I'm dazed for a little bit. No uh-huh. fucking heaven. And then all of a sudden I see, you know, I come to you and it's dude. So I go at him. Uh huh. 
we get into this big ass fight in the, in the store <laughs> in the like entrance and i pushed him outside of the mall mm-hmm. out of the store into the actual mall we started getting it into the mall and it gets pr- uh i managed to uh have a better position on him so like uh-huh. my ex-girlfriend you know fucking ramps her shoulder into me like uh-huh. knocks me off because i he was on on his back uh-huh. on the ground and i was about to start pounding down on him uh-huh. he comes in just fucking knocks me to my side and she picks him up and they run off or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm just sitting there like <laughs> i think uh what was it i have yeah my face was just just red and just uh-huh. no blood or anything like that but uh-huh. it was like you could tell i got to do a fight and that was it. And I was like, "What the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking happened." And then, uh, uh, so what did your other friend think? Or what was she doing? Huh? Your she was other still friend in her store. She's like, like, "I gotta work." Yeah, yeah. If I go, if, yeah, if I go out there right. and fucking try to help you out, right? Fucking, so, I'll get fired. No, that's that. That was it. You know, mm. it's like um, that at that point on, nothing else. No. No conflict, no nothing. Um, so you didn't pursue it. it. You didn't no. try to con- like. What the fuck was that all about? No, or no point. I didn't really care. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, I had my fun. Mm. I egged you on. You you caved. You're a little bitch. So mm. <laughs> you had to fucking clock me on the shoulder from the back uh, and sucker punch me like that. All right, yeah. cool. <laughs> and uh, um. Do you mind if you give me uh, their names? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. I'm not telling you oh, their names. Not. <laughs> I'm not telling you their fucking names. <laughs> well, for research who, purposes. Yeah, for research no, purposes. No, I don't care. Storytelling. No. Um, oh, well, for you, you guy that uh, uh, I hope you still work at Mrs. Fields. So you can get free cookies? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. No, cookies. because I mean they're not they're, they're not I guess they're not doing well because uh oh, they're yeah. not around anymore. Yeah. So Yeah. So uh I hope you're happy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you, little Miss Floozy. Yeah. Um <laughs> You should look at AJ now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you already know how AJ looks yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty he's a he's a he's a hunk. <laughs> so uh, uh you fucked I don't up. really care. Yeah. So I always fucked up. that's I always think. I always think that. So yeah. <laughs> but uh that was fun. So this next clip you're going to hear is from a recurring guest. It's my buddy Jared the Mayhem Matthews. Um what can I say about him? We've been friends for a very, very long time, 10 years plus. My idea uh, for this show was to have him on every so often so you guys can just hear the bullshit conversations that Jared and I have. Here it is. Jared making his debut on episode two. I just finished my last, uh, what did I have? I had to take some prednisone. What'd you have? fucked up. Uh, I had an upper and lower respiratory, uh, bacterial disease. Yeah. What, um. I was fucking dying. Seriously. Um, are one of the side effects, uh, um, you feel like a, a chest burning sensation no it's just because i have asthma so uh-huh. it starts at like seriously i went to the vet to go take the dog and then as soon as i get out of the vet i was fucking coughing 
I'm coughing. And then I'm like, I can't breathe. And then the next day, I'm at work dying. Yeah. Throwing up all over myself. You threw up? All over myself. It was that bad? Dude. So then I go to Quick Care. <coughs> the lady at Quick Care, first of all, the lady at Quick Care almost got fucking punched. What happened now? Okay, Dude, you always got a story, man. I go to Quick Care. You always got a story. I, I go to Quick I go to I Quick want you. Dude, I go to the <laughs> Quick Care up here, uh, okay? And I go to Quick Care, okay? So I'm sitting there, uh-huh. and the lady's like, oh, it's going to be $300. And I said, $300 for what? For what? And she goes, or oh, just fill out these papers and just put N.A. on all the papers. So I'm like, and it's $100. I was like, what the fuck? So I ended up paying $100. I wait in the waiting room 35 minutes. I'm the only person in the waiting room dying, coughing all over myself. Yeah, that's uh, that's healthcare for you in America. Yeah, dude, that's dude. how it is. So then I finally get in the back. I'm coughing all over the place. Yeah. The doctor walks past me and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I hear the I hear the 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 nurse, "Oh, you have a guy in the last room right there." I know he glared at me when I walked by. No way. Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking believable right now. <laughs> Fuck you. So then finally, an hour goes by. She finally comes in yeah. and tells me I'm fine. I say, are you fucking crazy? Mm. I can't fucking breathe. Uh-huh. Well, let's do it. I have brief- vomit on my yeah. chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pale, my lips are white. You look like I uh, look tri- like fucking Trippy Red. Yeah, I look like, like fucking uh the Walking Dead just came in there and I'm just like and she's lady tells me, "Well, you sound okay." And I'm thinking, "Are you are, are you serious like I think she thought I was on like I was on drugs or something?" Yeah. And sh- and she was like, "Well, what?" She's like, "Well, what do you need?" I said, I need a fucking inhaler because I have asthma and I need fucking cough medicine. Well, I can't. I'll just give you a breathing treatment and all this. I said, I don't want that. I already have that shit. Yeah. And then get this. Okay. So she goes, well, let me just give you a breathing treatment. And I say, okay, well, how much is it? Let me find out. And so the door's open. The fucking nurse, the doctor goes, how much is the breathing treatment? The nurse goes, oh, it's like 85. And this fucking doctor goes, oh, he ain't paying that. Really? Like, I, like I'm like i so fucking broke, motherfucker. Yeah. So I I swear to God, I almost fucking got up, dude. I, I was like, I already fucking paid. This lady, I, so the lady comes back in. I say, look, I don't want a breathing treatment. I just want you to write me a prescription, and I'm going to leave. Thank you very much. And your fucking doctor's name is what? So I got her name and fuck. I said, this will be the last time you'll fucking deal with a patient. Enjoy fucking unemployment. So so what'd you do after that? So I go home. I'm dying. I go fill my prescription. This lady gave me with garbage. She gave me a rescue inhaler. Like, (laughs) dude, I need a fucking inhaler. Like one for daily use. She gave me one for like, if I like stranded somewhere yeah it's fucking bullshit <laughs> so, <laughs> so did you do so what'd you do did you uh so i had stacy handle the fucking i said here here here's her fucking name there you go <laughs> let you me know hand, what happened let me know, yeah <laughs> so she fucking took care of it i didn't fucking do anything else i just got the lady's name uh-huh. uh fucking late didn't the medicine didn't fucking help so i had to go to another quick care 
fucking two days later. I had to go uh, to another one. And yeah. the lady was so nice. She fucking actually looked at me. Yeah. She like, this lady didn't even look at my throat, didn't look at nothing. She just fucking, oh, you look, oh, you saddle, okay? Like, so what? This was all because you glared? Yeah, I don't even know doctor? what the fuck I did. I was fucking dying. Yeah. I had on a hoodie and uh, the zipper was broke. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right? That's so, it. And my hair fucking looked all of a fucking, dude, I, I swear, I've been throwing up all day. I was at yeah. work uh-huh. in the heat. Yeah. Fucking vomiting on myself. So when I show up to quick care, I look like I'm fucking strung out. Yeah. And she's like, oh, can you take your hoodie off? And I was like, oh, it doesn't unzip. I got to pull it off. And she was like, never mind. Yeah. And I'm like, no, don't you need to listen to my fucking so back? She probably, she probably thought you had like track marks. She thought shit. I was on fucking drugs, bro. Yeah. Swear to God. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the nurse comes in and is like, what do you need? And I said, I just want some fucking cough medicine. Yeah. And a, and a fucking inhaler. Mm-hmm. Why is... Am I speaking a different fucking language? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, okay. So then the doctor fucking, I said, what about the cough medicine? Oh, just take over the counter. I said, no, the shit gives me diarrhea. I'm not fucking taking it. Yeah. I want some shit with some medicine in it. Yeah. Because you know cough medicine, dude, it's fucking nothing. It doesn't help. I don't drink. It doesn't I don't, fucking I don't, do anything. I don't do pills. I don't drink it medicine. It, I don't do any of that shit, dude. I just got, so like a few weeks ago, I had this, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it would hurt when I cough. Like I start feeling like this yeah. fucking like burning sensation in my chest. Yeah. And I, I called Sarah and I'm like, fuck, dude, like this shit scared me. I never yeah, had this shit a before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh. Uh, it would hurt when I cough. It would hurt when I when I would mm-hmm. sneeze. Oh. And then like I started getting like this pain like on the side of me, oh, right? like underneath my rib, on the right side of my rib. That shit would like hurt when I would like breathe. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but I I did I never found out what it was. Yeah. And Sarah was was uh, she was telling me to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. Yeah, she's in the military, dude. You're like you got a fucking good doctors. Yeah. Yeah. That's Those that, motherfuckers yeah. will see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fucking, uh, oh, yeah, I got some good shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, got good I fucking shit. know. I know. I just, got, I just got done with my, I went to the uh, the eye doctor the other day. Uh, I didn't <laughs> have to pay shit. I know. They were so, yeah, they're so, they're like, here you go. Oh, military? Oh, hello, sir. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Thank you, sir, for, you know, yeah. I walk in there and it's like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? Can you pull your hoodie down, <laughs> yeah. sir? Can you Excuse, take your hoodie excuse off? me, fuckface. Actually, it's Mr. Matthews. No, it's fuckface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. But I mean, you're feeling, you're looking better. You I'm look looking, good. I'm looking, be- I'm looking better, yeah, because it was, it was fucking bad, dude. Yeah. I was, um, being able not to breathe and have <clears throat> asthma is awful. Yeah, but I didn't take, so I didn't take anything. So I didn't take any pills. I didn't <sighs> take any, uh, I didn't drink anything. I didn't have any kind of medicine. I just said it. I was like, all right, let me just, uh, hopefully my body just passes it through mm. and and everything would be okay. Mm. And just a week later, everything was all right. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I was, but dude, that shit fucking. I need medicine. That shit fucked me up. But I mean, I can't imagine. I, I can't medicine. imagine what you did. I well, what happened to you? I need medicine. This lady's like, oh, just take some Mucinex. I'm like, no, the Mucinex is fucking syrup. 
Yeah. Give me some shit with some medicine in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she didn't give me anything. <laughs> but so then this other doctor, she gives me all kinds of pills and shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll fucking take all this. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's better than shitting myself. Yeah. Like, dude, fucking doc, fucking quick cares. Should be blown up. Well, I mean. Don't ever go to this fucking quick care. Which one? The one on um, fucking St. Rose? Yeah, yeah. Fucking nightmare. Yeah, dude. Uh, Shady shit. She's like, oh, it's $300, but it's only $100 if you fill this paperwork out and put. And you take your hoodie off. Yeah. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I'm like, do you see me? And she can't get a chance to be a fucking paper. Fucking this thick of papers, dude. Like fucking. Was Stacy with you? No, it was my mom was with oh, me. Oh, your mom. My mom's with, with me. I'm filling out fucking a book. You were filling it out. Or was your mom filling I it out? I said, mom. I said, can you fucking help me? Can here? you do this shit for I'm me, mom? I'm fucking dying. Yeah. All the pages look the same, and uh. then she's like, "Oh no, just put NA on the last five papers." So I just fucking put a big N and an A through the whole <laughs> fucking thing, and she's like, "No, every line you need to put NA." And I was like. What the? F- and you gave her the fucking glare. I said, I'm fucking, that was the glare. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> you put it, so you big, big, so you drew big ass N A. Yeah, on the paper. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. You know, I just was like, did she hand me the paper? And she was like, just put N A on there. And I was like, okay, okay. fuck it. <laughs> fuck and N A. And she's like, on every line. I said. Fuck. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm fucking dying. Yeah. I need to see a fucking doctor. And so I'm here to help my buddy out because <laughs> it is true. It does take a toll on it's, you. It's it's so bad. Yeah, it does take its toll. And we are we're both getting older. Yeah. Um, I'm turning I'm turning 33. I'm turning in, I'm turning 39. In, in what in a couple of weeks, right? A couple of. Uh, next week So next week You're turning 39 Yeah I'm turning Are you really? Yes Aren't you Sarah's age? Aren't you turning 30 I'll be 39 dude Holy shit No Yeah 1981 That's not 39 Okay I'll be 38 (laughs) 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 Whatever Wait Wait Hold on on. (laughs) I was born in 81 It's 2018 I'll be 30 (laughs) I don't know. Wait, fuck, man! I don't want to do math. Thirty, man. I'll be thirty fucking old. That's what it will be. Oh, dude, you're Sarah's age. How right? old is Sarah? Sarah's, she's turning thirty-seven. Mm, no, I'm. Th- I'll be thirty. I'll be thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> um. Wait, man. No. I'm going to... Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm older I'm, than her. I was born in 85. Yeah. We're four years older. Uh, Sarah... Oh, Sarah's four years older than me. Yeah. She was born in 81. She was born in 81? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's going to be 39. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Okay. Okay, I'll be 37. Okay, okay so she's <laughs> 1981. Okay, plus we'll put 37. Okay. So th- so I'll be 37. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday. So there you go, 37. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
Now, as I said before in the beginning of the show, uh, one of the reasons why I started this show was to inspire and to motivate people and for people to come on the show and listen and to put out their their stories, their fitness journeys and the struggles and and um, the bumps in the roads that they had to go through to get to their goals. Um, just because I never, I would hear it on some podcasts, but not enough. I was always intrigued by listening to other people's journeys. Um, so I just didn't want to make it just about that. I also wanted to make it a little bit different, something that I've never heard before on other podcasts or other fitness related podcasts. I, I wanted to stand out. So I wanted to do episodes that were a little bit outside the box, still dealing with uh, fitness, but just stuff that people don't really talk about a lot. Or I mean, I don't know why it's not in, in the spotlight more. So uh, uh, these are like the episodes that I like to call the just outside the box episodes, you know, just because we don't hear them that much on other fitness uh, uh, podcasts. So this is an episode where I got high. Yes, I got high on this episode. Um, I brought along a good friend of mine that I've been knowing since high school. Uh, her name is Irene, and she's in the cannabis industry. And I've always been interested in it, and and, and I wanted to experiment uh, for the first time in a very long time since uh, since high school. So it's been 13, 14 years that I've haven't inhaled marijuana so what i wanted to do and it, and it has to do with fitness related and health related because it, it was uh i've seen research and, and and anecdotal evidence with uh people that uh, have experimented with with marijuana and and helping them out with their adhd and i'm not diagnosed but I feel like I have it. So I had her come along. We talked about uh, this uh, miracle plant. And uh, we, we, we sparked it up. And you'll hear me getting high for the very first time in over 13, 14 years. So here it is. Episode 10. So if you guys want to go ahead and check it out. This is The Sesh. And uh, So, okay. So how do you would suggest... How I do it? Should I inhale it and hold it in? Should I inhale it for a few seconds? Yeah, just like kind of um, smoke it, inhale yeah. it, maybe for I don't know, just take a deep breath, and then should just, I count? Should I do just, like just like take like, a, take like a deep four seconds in, like inhaling in? Maybe three. Three, and then, and then, and then count one, pause, and then blow it out. And blow it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, does her uh, does her bathroom work? Cause I have to go pee right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me pause this real quick, and then I'll be right back. Cause I'm starting to get nervous. So yeah. So okay. So we're back now. We're back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so she's in. Uh, she has hers. Uh, what are you doing? I'm smoking um, some pineapple chunk. Some pineapple chunk, and that's a sativa, right? 
Um, or that's more. I'm gonna say it's probably a hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna do mine now. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, here we go. I guess. <laughs> okay. How many are you gonna start? One so, puff. Okay. So I'm gonna do one puff. Um, Why don't you take two consecutive and then stop and then let's wait a little bit because I feel like one. You're not gonna. You, okay, you feel so like do. You're not gonna feel it. Okay. I don't know. I mean, let's see how. You okay, feel. so do. do okay. One okay. So do. Okay. So do. Uh, inhale it for three seconds and then push it out. And then hold like. A hold second. it. Okay. So then you guide me because I don't. So just inhale. Remember, I'm. I'm. My shit's not functioning right now. <laughs> I can't comprehend. So you gotta guide me through it. Okay, all right. So inhale it. Yeah. Like just until you like you feel it in your gut. Okay. And then once you feel it. You know, you let go of the, the, release, the <coughs> release the button. Okay. And then just there's no button on oh, here. Okay, you just suck. You just suck at it, yeah. You so just once you it. you're done um, inhaling it, just pause and then let it out. Okay, so you, okay, so you guide me through this shit, or right? or you go ahead and spark yours first. Yeah, you do. You know. Yeah. Um, the pen, I don't know how the pen is going to, you know, I don't think you need to inhale it as long. Actually, mm. in my, friend, oh my I'm already feeling your, oh, your pineapple chunk. <laughs> I think, I'm, I don't think I should be doing this, you guys. <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay, so ready? All right, yeah, so here we go. Stop being a pussy. Okay. Didn't think about? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big hit. You'll be alright. <coughs> what does it taste like? <coughs> she. <laughs> Why just? <coughs> uh, I kind of want to try. Was it too harsh? <coughs> a little bit. Because <coughs> it's dark. <coughs> it tastes like a tree. Like a tree. So it doesn't have a good <coughs> flavor? I've never tried that one, so. Um, <coughs> I don't know what the taste is on this one. No. If you want to taste it, don't inhale it too much. Just kind of like suck in and kind of <coughs> just like try to taste the, the smoke <coughs> instead of like holding it in. Okay, so just taste it in yeah, your mouth? Yeah, just, just taste it in your mouth. Just <coughs> so you can see if you could taste a flavor. Okay. All right, this is, uh, okay, so right now I'm not really feeling anything. Okay. I'm just coughing my fucking <laughs> lungs out right now. <laughs> because, yeah, maybe don't take a, such a <coughs> huge hit next time. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to do it again. I'll take, uh, so hold it into your, in, in my mouth. Yeah, just to taste it. Okay. Taste okay, so that's what I'm going to do next. I'm going to go ahead and take it. Can I do a muted snap? No, go ahead. Okay. Well, you can talk. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and, and do it. Um, but this time I'm going to hold it <coughs> in my mouth and, uh, let's see, if I <coughs> see if I, uh, uh, taste it. Taste it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even talk now. <laughs> I think you're probably getting high a little bit now. Uh, just, uh, okay. Oh, fuck it. I'm already in it. Right. All right. <coughs> Here we go. Not really taste anything, honestly. Oh, it's probably because it doesn't really have. I mean, distillate sometimes doesn't. Because it's, it's fucking dark, right? 
because it's dark. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I'm listening back to these episodes while I'm editing this show, and uh, it's so fucking weird to listen back to me in the past. I don't. I don't have anything uh recorded of myself even like one like or even like video or audio recordings of myself when i was younger i don't have anything i just i just have pictures of myself so it's 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 weird to hear me how i sound and how i was a year ago and it's not that long ago but this was recorded in july of 2018 before i put out uh, or debuted the show. And it's just, it's weird to listen to me back. Uh, it's just, I don't know if it's just me or a, a lot of people go through this, but when you look through like videos or you hear yourself from like many years ago, it just sounds weird and you can't believe that was you. Uh, I know mine's was just, I just, I know this was just one year ago, but, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just different now. A lot of things have changed. A lot of things have changed uh, throughout that time. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, to the next clip. Uh, this is another one of those outside the box episodes. Um, I've always wondered since I was first being attracted to women. I always wonder what was the sexiest body part on a man like what was for women what was that body part that would just turn you on for men you guys already know there's no i mean it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, but yeah i always wondered with women like what is it that turn you turns you on about men so what I did was I went to uh, a few girls in the gym. Some of them I knew. Some some of them I don't know. I didn't know at that time. And I went up to them and I recorded them and I asked them, hey, what do you think is the sexiest body part on a man? And I asked them other questions. And you guys can go ahead and check that out on episode 23. But here is a clip of these ladies answers of what is the sexiest body part on a man all right well so i have two the main one is probably the arms like definitely like biceps triceps and biceps like, and triceps yeah. okay absolutely especially when those veins the veins pop out like that's probably the best thing so okay so like a, an arm that's just mass doesn't do it for you because i mean you have to be like at a certain body fat percentage to uh it's like a super low body percentage but with guys it's different because they carry their weight mostly in their stomach if they start yes i know (laughs) when you start losing that body fat your arms are usually the first one that show it Uh so that's why those veins pop out a little bit more Uh and then it goes to the thighs so you're a thigh girl yeah okay so quads for the gods <laughs> uh, uh, your your hammies for the mammies. Um, so okay, so yeah, so you're a little bit of a th- uh, okay. So you like thighs then? Is um, I've also read that women like it's 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 it's, uh, it's icing on the cake 
when the muscle is sweaty, when it's glistening, you see the light hitting it. So it is true. Yes, it's true. It's true. <laughs> okay. It's very true. Yeah. Personally, I really like a nice muscular back. Like when you can see their tights shirt again, or their shirts tight and kind of full, and you can just see they have a nice muscular back. That's what I like. So wide back, thick back. Uh, like wide and muscular, you can see the definition in it. Like even in a t-shirt, you can see the definition because it's wider. So it's not chest. It's not abs. So you don't care about, you know, guys having a six-pack abs or, you know, big, wide, thick or or how much they uh, bench, right? Nah, not really, no. See, and gentlemen, this is what I'm talking about here. I've been telling you guys for I don't know how long on, on what women want. Women want different things. For me, I love the V, a nice chest, and big arms. So you do like the abs. <laughs> so that is like one of your, like, like one of your things, the, something that turns you on about a man. I like it, but it's not necessary. Like, you don't have to have a six-pack or, you know, an eight-pack. Like. Yeah, so when, when a guy, obviously, when you see a guy and you can tell that he, he works, that you just threw up a, a, a piece of almond out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but when, when you see a guy and you can tell that the guy works out, obviously, you can't see his abs because he has a shirt on. So, like, what's that one thing that pops out that's like, wow, you know, that's, that's sexy? Chest or arms, for sure. Chest or arms, for sure. And I've read things that, that uh, women are attracted uh, or they get turned on by men who uh, uh, sweat. They, the, the muscles are glistening. So if you saw a guy with uh, sweaty arms, <laughs> would that turn you on? Is that, is that a thing for women? I wouldn't mind it if it's in the gym or, you know, you're outside, you're doing something, you know, like that. And they cannot have hair on their arms. Okay, so they have to be shaved, and you can't be you can't have sweaty arms when you're sitting down on the couch watching TV. No, okay. to me that's not cool. <laughs> okay, no. so chest, arms, and, and a V taper is 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 good for you, right? Yes. Depends on the man. Really? So what if he's like tall or short or what? It does depend because it's all aesthetic. So nice chest, really nice, wide back, big shoulders. But if a guy's like super short, then probably not the best, but. So if he's super short, then what is he supposed to have to like really like. Absolutely nice chest. But, but okay, so if when you have a t-shirt, if when you have a t-shirt on, you don't see the abs, right? So like if you see. Biceps and the shoulders. So the biceps and shoulders then for you. If you were short. If I'm looking without a shirt and I don't have a choice. Yeah. So uh, uh, shoulders. White back. You know what? A lot of girls do say that. White back. Uh, I'm here with my girl Pia, and, and and I'm here asking women that that come to my gym, and I'm asking them what is the sexiest 
body part on a man. A lot of uh, there's a misconception out there with men thinking that abs are the one, and you know that's why they they all they do is abs, and and they do the selfie shots and they lift up their shirts, hoping that women uh, uh, are watching. So let's let's uh, let's uh, break it down. Let's uh, the whole world wants to know, <laughs> Pia, what is the sexiest body part on a man in your opinion? Definitely back, 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 back right here, traps and delts right here when i see them so so like the, to bite them you know like, but, <laughs> but ass is all right too legs is good uh-huh. i mean just don't have chicken legs but definitely if it's like the traps are popping and the delts are popping it's uh, like so it, it has to be wide and thick so like muscle upon muscle huh you know meat like like it pops like that that's the first thing that catches me is like when i see it, it's like oh damn traps like that so, so back, and and yeah. all that so and um so it doesn't matter to you abs or just if he has a little bit of a pop belly or anything like that right abs is good but we all have abs it's just a matter of what you eat it's all gonna come out it's gonna shred you have abs it's just it's good but as far as like working out i i like the muscles like traps like any skinny person can have an abs like right. you know but it's good. It's nice. I'm not. I'm not discrediting that. But if you're asking me, the sexiest will be for just back because uh, I like to. You have to give credit where credit's due when people will like actually develop and build the muscle instead of abs, where you can just anybody can be like seven percent body fat and then you already have abs yeah, yeah, and you're already taking so selfies. Much. Yeah, it's it's a matter of what you eat. Like I have abs, I just like I need to shred it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it. But as far as like like if you ask me, I just catches my attention like i would literally like you know uh second glance if i see that you know the back well in my opinion i think chest i don't know for me it's just uh an attraction when a man works out on his chest and especially when it's summertime and they're popping their chests out that's what's attracted so so it's, it's just chest that you think is probably the best is that the only one or is there something else not only chest, I think every part of the body, but in, in general, in my opinion, in my point of view, I, like I said, I love chest. So, so uh, I, I've heard, I read an article, I forgot where magazine it was, but I heard an, uh, uh, an article that women get attracted by men. Uh, if that muscle is your thing, the chest, if it's sweaty. So if it's sweaty and it's wet and the lights are right there on it and it's glistening and you have the shadows, is that like a sexy part? Or is this totally make-believe in sweat? It's just disgusting on a man. I don't know. I could just... I don't know. It, it, it could be either or. But for me, when it's sweaty like that and stuff, I think it's more attracting. So it is true. <laughs> it is true. Okay, so that's good then. All right. That was a fun episode to do. That was really fun to do, but it was tedious and t- and tiring to make that episode to go and find these girls to to ask them to cutting up and and editing the episode, putting it all together. It was a. Uh, it took me a while. It took me a couple of days to to edit this thing. But I enjoyed it, and and it was. Uh, I'm proud of that episode. <laughs> um, but this next clip that you're about to hear, 
is a is a fitness journey episode that I enjoyed doing with uh, with my friend Pam Rockefeller. Um, I met her in the gym uh, a couple of years back. And she was always crushing it, always crushing it in the gym. We got to talking and she was telling me about, you know, some of the stuff that she went through uh, in her fitness journey. And then when she told me that she lost 100 pounds twice, I said to myself, hey, I need to have her on the show. And it was a fun show. It was a, a true inspiration to have her on this uh, episode 24. So if you guys want to go ahead and check her out, here's a clip of Pam talking about her fitness journey. I started to tell you about when my previous husband uh, got sick with a brain tumor. And yeah. then, so all my normal routine of exercise and eating right kind of went out the window and I gained hundred pounds and just, oh, wow. uh, I got up to 255 and just felt miserable. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that's when, you know, I finally got it back in gear in the year 2000 uh -huh. when I stumbled across the book body for life. So by who? Oh, it's written by Bill Phillips. And okay. so it's just pretty much a really simplified version of, um, kind of the bodybuilding type uh, menu plan and workout, but it's, it's really, uh, simplified mm -hmm. basic. So, uh, that gave me a great foundation to work from. So but that's, that's what I started to lose the hundred pounds. So, so when you, when you started to, uh, you know, going through that, that time in your life, uh, you were still active in the gym. You were still a pretty active person before that. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, active for probably about a year because I was trying to help my husband at the time mm -hmm. rehabilitate and learn how to walk and talk. Mm -hmm. But then he got sick and it kind of put, I mean, a halt to everything in my life, yeah. even at work, you know, as an engineer at a utility company. And mm -hmm. I just couldn't even think I asked my boss to put me on data entry because, you know, when your spouse is sick, yeah. you just can't even like, Function. You can't even, yeah, you can't even function. You can't yeah. even focus on anything I mean, else. I was worried, you know, he's going to pass away or mm -hmm. it's the tumor coming back or, you know, all these different things. He couldn't walk. And so, uh -huh. you know, it was a struggle. It was a struggle mm -hmm. just to get through day by day. So, unfortunately, my workouts went by the wayside and I gained, like I said, 100 pounds. It uh -huh. sounds kind of crazy, but it's uh -huh. easy to do over the course of a couple of years of not working out uh -huh. and eating as much nachos and cookies as you can handle <laughs> so, so you just so, so yes yeah, so you just all your focus was on your husband yep all just getting him re rehabilitated uh, so. and so you gave up the 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 training yeah um yeah. uh work you know all that stuff and you just stayed home yeah i mean i i, I did i worked as an mm -hmm. engineer but it yeah, was a desk yeah. job and mm -hmm. and then you know came home and just and focused on focused him. on my mm -hmm. husband at the time so. yeah so, so yeah it was tough so, yeah, um, and so, you know, focusing on him and then you were just, like you said, at that time, just didn't care about anything, just wor focusing on him mm -hmm. and uh, gave up on being uh, active and just started eating 
Yep. Whatever was around. Whatever, whatever made me happy. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> that was like the only thing I was, I would get pleasure from was eating. Was eating, so, right? <laughs> you know, I had my mm. favorite uh, restaurant where I'd get nachos and uh, it just was so What restaurant unhealthy. was that? Well, it was a little Mexican restaurant. It was when I was in California, but, um, mm. you know. I don't even remember the name of it, but no. it was it was so good. Uh-huh. But my 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 friend my friend came and lived with me uh, uh-huh. while my husband was in the hospital, and so we'd kind of that was our celebration. We'd go back home after the hospital and eat nachos and watch TV. So. That's just the routine <laughs> that you guys have. Yeah, uh-huh. it might be a couple of drinks in there, uh-huh. but you know, uh-huh. it was easier to cope. So yeah. Um, so from from uh, how long did it take you to to gain those a hundred pounds? Yeah, I mean it was over the course of two or three years, okay, and just kept getting heavier and heavier, and mm-hmm. um, you did, know, during that time, did you even like realize what was happening to you, or I did, but I just didn't. You didn't care, care as much. I was mm. pretty depressed because yeah. of the whole situation. Mm. It was just hard to cope with life itself. So if I can eat, you know, that yeah, makes yeah. it better. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, spiraling downhill at a rapid rate. But mm. um, anyway, it was nice that I finally dug myself out. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so you were going through all that and... Uh, you didn't notice i mean you said you did notice yeah what was I mean, happening having to, you, to buy bigger but, clothes <laughs> yeah or like so you're going through that for two or three years mm-hmm. of putting on the weight so when did it hit you like this is this is this is not me and 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 i need to do something about it now well there are a couple of instances that kind of shocked me into place and uh one was going to the doctor and the doctor kind of gave me a firm uh, talking to that I'm headed down the wrong path, you know. Mm-hmm. And I actually got kind of mad and pissed off that he would judge me, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he doesn't know me. I was an athlete, you know. Mm-hmm. What does he know? Yeah. But um, And so then I said, I can do whatever the hell I want, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but then uh, what really got me was when I was uh, getting on an airplane and I had to ask for a seatbelt extension. Mm. I mean, that was just I was mortified uh-huh. absolutely mortified I never thought I'd be the obese person yeah. that would need a seatbelt extension uh-huh. you know and so after that trip and I looked at pictures of myself and I just I kind of had a heart-to-heart talk with myself yeah and that in combination with seeing that book body for life mm-hmm. I just thought okay you know I've I've tried other diets I've tried a lot of different things but I'm just going to read this book. He's muscular. I, I like muscles. I'm going to mm-hmm. see what he has to say and, and read it and mm-hmm. do it. So I did it, and it's it changed my life. So so uh, during that time, so did you try other things to to to, uh, uh, to lose weight? Yeah, you know, I always, mm-hmm. I tried the trendy things, which is, Whatever you know, ha- was happening yeah, at that time. Yeah, I'm like... And un- unfortunately, there's a lot of diet plans that are just just that. It's a trend, and yeah. you really you really need something that's solid. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to the basics. Like, what can you live with long term? What can you do every day and work into your lifestyle that's mm-hmm. gonna work for you? Do you remember any of those trends? 
Oh gosh, like you know, I mean, there was like, through? you know, I mean, there's the Atkins and there's the Jenny Craig. I did Jenny Craig, and <laughs> you know, I mean, they're all good in some respect. Uh, yeah. Weight Watchers, you know. Okay. And, but what I found most helpful was getting online and being in a community of like-minded people and just. Uh, being able to socialize with other people who struggled like I did. Yeah, people you that know? you can relate yeah. to. Yeah. And then even like once you open up there, then you also maybe open up at the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, I've made it a point to kind of get to know some people at the okay. gym. And that's uh-huh. how I met you. But, yeah. um, you know, it's like if you see somebody working hard at the gym, I like to go over there and compliment them and say, hey, th- you know, it's noticeable. Uh-huh. So. You see, those are the kind of episodes that I enjoy doing. When you talk about people's fitness journeys, everybody has, it, it, it kind of, it's kind of the same thing, right? You know, we, we're tired of how we were. We want to make a change. We go through these uh, 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 bumps in the road and we achieve our goal. It's kind of like the uh, good guy, bad guy, good guy uh, wins at the end. But the thing that's different is that everybody has a different path and a different story and how they get to their goal. And Pam's journey, her story is just so unique and so different. I have never ever met and I don't think I'll ever meet another person in my life that lost a hundred pounds twice in their life um so for her to do it twice and and today she's she looks awesome she looks great it's uh it's uh she is a a true inspiration and I'm, I'm glad to call her my friend and I'm and uh it was fun talking to her and it was fun talking to uh, my next guest, uh, th- this clip from uh, from somebody that I've been checking out on Instagram. It was the first time, my first time seeing her was on Instagram. It was like one of the... Um, the the explorer page when you just have like all these from these pages. And uh, I saw this girl deadlifting like over 300 pounds i'm like holy shit who's this and uh, i went on there i uh, i tapped on the on the video and she was deadlifting 3 over 100 pounds half of her head it was shaved uh and the thing that i was most impressed about that video it was that she was wearing glasses and the glasses did not fall or budge not even a little not even a little this girl is intense she goes balls to the wall every single day in the gym i am talking about uh the ninth strongest lightweight woman in the world daphne zhang i always i was just a a true fan of her page i contacted her to to do an episode with me and she was she was down for it so we recorded her 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 story and just like Pam a true inspiration um to to see on Instagram what she's been through and to hear her uh her story was just 
It was fantastic. It was it was great. I, I enjoyed recording with her. And you guys can go ahead and check out episode 28 uh, of Daphne Zhang. One of one things that the one thing that I like about uh, your Instagram, it's it's super emotional. Not just like your videos and your 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 intensity that you have in the gym, but also just like regular pictures. You can just tell by your uh, your facial expressions uh, yeah. how emotional <laughs> you are. Uh, you know whether you're just, you're, it's a picture of just you, just you know. There, I, I I was sorry. I saw a picture of you um, in your in your competition. By the way, congratulations! Oh, thank you. Uh, there was just one still shot where you just have your tongue out and you're just your mouth is wide <laughs> open. It's just you see that intensity, you see that emotion yeah. and that fire. You know, it's just that's what I I love seeing yeah. that, that kind of stuff you know yeah that's the feelings i was actually holding in during the depression mm. like when i was depressed i was holding and bottling up all that emotion so it was like eating me from inside so then so after like you know being there for my friends and nobody was there for me um i was like fuck this shit like i'll i'm gonna take care of me mm. then i started you know then i found a gym and i started like lifting weights i did like p90x in my own room oh you're not the like, only one i was the same way too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had like a like a pair of like this uh, empty dumbbells that you know I got it from this ja- uh, Japanese store. You're supposed to fill water in it. Uh-huh. I put pennies in there and it weighed like eight pounds. So I was just working in my bedroom with nobody like you know looking at me or judging me. I was able to wear like you know a t-shirt and show my skin for the first time uh-huh. in my room, and that was the, kind of like the start of everything. The start so, of everything, huh? Yeah, oh. me, so pretty much the whole start of it was like I was sick of everyone's shit and I wanted to take care of myself. So all that what was going on through uh, at that time, so you were just holding it in and didn't have anybody to talk to. Or you, you, I guess you chose not to talk to anybody about this, right? Yeah, I chose. I, I take responsibility for that. Uh-huh. And so you just let yeah. everything build up. Yeah, I just let everything build up. So I was just smoking, drinking, and then, like, that's pretty much it, you know. And also, like, we were poor. Um, I was fat. And, like, you know, I just went to food, and that's it. I just shut everyone out. So what So what was your heaviest? Uh, the heaviest, I was at 200 pounds. A little bit over 200. like 204, something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was your... And, so- I'm, and I'm 5'1". So you're 5'1", 204. What was yeah. your heaviest? Yeah, my body fat percent was at like 45%. Mm-hmm. And, and um, in terms of clothes reference, I was wearing um, men's extra large t-shirts. Um, I even wore like the men's jeans and the, uh, the shorts at like a size 42. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's pretty damn big. Yeah. Uh, so, so you got your... So at that point, then you were just basically like an emotional eater were you yeah i was an emotional eater emotional smoker emotional drinker mm. <laughs> like so all, pretty much everything so everything <laughs> though so just all just, just uh, accumulated just not crazy drugs just not crazy drugs <laughs> yeah, yeah at least it's not like meth or something <laughs> yeah yeah but even like like food can be i mean it's it, it could be a drug it could be an addictive thing too and i think food is probably even worse than drugs just because 
when it comes to drugs, I mean, you have to go out and actually look for it. Food, they're in your house. I mean, they're down the corner. You can their food's everywhere. It's cheap. So, I mean, you can stuff your face for as much as you want. You can go to, you know, McDonald's, go to the dollar menu and just get the whole oh. thing. You know what I'm saying? And just yeah. smash away. That's exactly what I did back then. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, like the pop, and also like Popeyes, you know, like the $1 for two piece. I had like $10 mm. worth of chickens. I ate 20 piece chicken in like one sitting. <laughs> oh, wow. With, with, with a large Coke, like a real Coke, not the Diet Coke. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, so I mean, that was my week. (laughs) So your heaviest was at 204. And do you remember that one moment, though? That one moment when you're like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, where were you at? Like, where were you at at that time? Um, At that time, I was in college. um, I believe, like, again, my sophomore year, I think. Um, Again, it was out of like a heartbreak, another one. And I was like, and then, like, I was always there for my friends. Like, especially this, like, one specific best friend, and I was, like, you know, that was just done, you know? Like, I was always there for them, and they were never there for me, and, like, when I really, like, when I was right about to ask for help, they were, like, I can't, I'm busy, you know? Mm. And I was, like, fuck this, like, okay, fuck, like, you know, I'm gonna start working out, and so I got, like, these supplements from GNC, like, this, um, like, just, like, protein powder and pre-workout and then i just downloaded uh p90x and i started doing that and then i just started i'm i'm like this is it like for real like i'm gonna take care of myself like i don't care about anyone else's feelings besides myself so uh, and that was really hard for me you know i bet always there for everyone else and i'm i'm still a very caring person but i was um you know if you're unable to take care of your stuff you can't really take care of other people as well so Mm -hmm. i was having an eating disorder during mm. that prep and i was binge eating too so i was cutting uh i think i was like walking around 135 pounds during this time uh my macros were very very low my mm. i was lifting six times a week and i was doing cardio six times a week along with like hit training three times a week oh wow. and i think my cap my calories were as low as like 1400 calories some days even 1200 oh shit. so i was starving yeah so during yeah so during that time i was like uh looking back i was like 15 percent body fat so i had like abs coming out but it wasn't like the muscles weren't big mm. and i was like just like i looked really skinny yeah but so you're just depleted mind, yeah, so in my mind, I you know, I still saw, like, myself as fat. Mm-hmm. So that's where, like, the reality hit me. I still looked like, I still felt like I was 200 pounds. Mm. So I was, like, all fucked up in the head. And, like, you know, when I smell food, it's just, like, all I think about is food. Mm. And when I go to, like, the restaurants, like, for example, Denny's, I'm trying to see, like, what food can I fit in my macros that will keep me full. And it will take me an hour to decide on what to eat. Oh. Yeah, so that was getting really bad. I would like, you know, pick some food, I'll chew it, but I'll spit it out. I'm mm. not condoning, I'm not telling you to do that. It's bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so, that was where I was at. So and then So you were so around four fourteen hundred to twelve hundred calories you were eating each day, working out six yeah. days a week. Yes. So, and I was lifting heavy. But you were lifting, yeah, you were lifting heavy, doing cardio every single day, and doing hit training at least three times a week. 
Yes, and I was when I was doing cardio, I was watching the Food Network too. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I was trying to screw myself over. So, <laughs> so, so you were you were pretty strict with it, but then when you have what like a binge day like every week or no? Yeah, it started off as like once a week thing, and then it was like every other day. Then it was like you know every day, and mm. I was like fuck right. So I was binging on all these foods that I wouldn't normally eat, like um, like white rice with nothing on it, um, mm. pieces pieces of bread, like like disgusting bread too. I don't even eat bread. Mm. Um, I was eating all this stuff that I wouldn't normally eat, and I was like, "Fuck!" Right? And then I'll take a bite. And I'm like, "Fuck it!" And I would like destroy everything that I see in my mouth. Mm. And then I'm like, "Uh oh! Like, what do I do now?" Like, then I would take like laxatives and I'll try to shit it out to like you know fix that damage which you know then then turn into like a little cycle right uh-huh. um if i you know if i eat this i can eat this i'm just gonna take this laxative to shit it back out and mm-hmm. it was like an endless cycle that started building into like a huge tornado and it was like you know dangerous you know eating disorders are not healthy at all absolutely um, not and then I, and, yeah. it's, and it's it's uh, i shouldn't say funny but um uh it's it's so weird how you and I both had similar things going on. I wasn't competing at the time where I developed my eating disorder, uh, but my goal was just to get those six pack abs. And uh, when I went down to like fourteen hundred calories, and I was in the gym <clears throat> five times a week doing cardio every single day doing hit cardio on top of that every single day um and and not seeing the results that I wanted to get I didn't see any six pack ab all the only thing that my my body was eating away it wasn't the fat it was the muscle so I looked depleted I looked skinny I looked uh gaunt I just looked like I had like this ghost face and I was wondering yep. what the fuck was going on with me. Um, yeah, that's, that's yeah, so, like what I look like. Yeah, yeah. So, and then to the point where I got scared because I, I stopped going to the bathroom, you know, every day. Like, there, oh. there would be days where, like, I wouldn't go to the bathroom. So, I would take a laxative every single day for, like, almost a year. Yeah, that's kind of like... During that cycle for me as well, but not a whole year. Yeah, I would do it every single day because yeah. I was figured like something was wrong with me. So I'm like, dude, I need to, I need to poop because I, I, I was bloated all the time, dude. I would when I would eat, I would eat like a tuna and like lettuce, and I would put um, uh, apple cider vinegar on top, and oh, fuck. <laughs> I would eat that <laughs> shit. I would eat it, and uh, I would get bloated off of that. I would get bloated off of just anything that I would eat, and now my, my my food choices were very very limited at that time. But it was just chicken, uh, lettuce, tuna, um, protein shakes, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's kind of what I ate too. Yeah, so that was pretty much it that I would eat, and now I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking pooping. Like, I need to fucking get this shit out. I'm super fucking bloated. I feel like shit. Uh, I'm tired all the time. So yeah, I would take a laxative every single day, you know. So, but it's just weird when you like you mentioned that stuff. It's like shit, dude. I'm going through the same. Yeah. I went through the same stuff. Yeah, it's very common, but people don't really talk about it until yeah. like you know they've gotten over it. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, it was a horrible cycle. And the thing was, like, during that time, I was also a personal trainer. Mm. So, uh, you know, here I am, like, on my high horse, preaching some fitness. And, like, you know, behind their behind my client's back, I'm, like, you know, like, trying to, like, fuck up my diet and, like, fix it by, like, fucking up my system and everything. Mm. So that was not healthy. But I should, and then at the time, I was just, like, you know, this is not the way to go. So one, one month out from the competition, I actually dropped out. But obviously, I didn't want to gain all the weight either. So I forced myself to um, sign up for a powerlifting competition instead. And that's kind of what uh, saved me from the eating disorder. So mm. during this, uh, obviously, for powerlifting, I have to eat more and, like, you know, be strong. So I ate just, like, you know, without counting my macros or anything. I was just intuitively eating. And then, then, then after, like, maybe half a year mm-hmm. later, I stopped having, like, the urges to binge. You know, I was enjoying my life without gaining too much weight, and I was just having fun in the gym again. So, in those and, first six, so in those first six weeks, did you? How did you control those binges, or were you still binging every other often? Or, um, I was binging really bad the first week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 uh, I emailed my coach at the time, and then he, uh, he got really sick. He had like a brain tumor or something, so he was gone. So I was tapping out. I emailed him like I tapped out. I'm like fuck this shit. I don't want to do the power. I don't want to do that bodybuilding one anymore. Mm. I'm gonna do powerlifting instead. So then I just started eating like intuitively. The first thing I ate was like a donut. I really wanted a donut. Mm-hmm. And then I remember eating that donut like just feeling all the guilt and shame. Like I'm like I'm a loser and like everything was just like crumbling down. But I told myself, like, no matter what, I'm just not going to go back to my fat ways. But I'm just going to enjoy this and eat in moderation again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, take a break. Take a break from all this dieting and just eat intuitively as I normally would. And how, and how hard was it for you to see that weight started coming back on your body? Oh, that shit was depressing as fuck. Yeah. I went, I, like, so the leanest I went to was 126 at, like, 14% body fat. Mm-hmm. And it it went it went up to uh one thirty five so it wasn't much if you look at yeah. the big picture so I was like, okay, there's no way I can gain two hundred like up to two hundred pounds again because because I know I was educated enough to know that that's not how it works, so it just went up like ten pounds and I was like able to hover my weight around like the one forty okay for a while, yeah, so I just stayed there and then like slowly just trying to put on more muscle and get more stronger and so powerlifting saved my life twice. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so that's why I like I love the sport. I'm a big advocate of like, you know, females getting stronger. Uh so so and now it, it brings you to today where, you know, you're a power lifter, a, a competitive power lifter and you're you're competing and you're doing these intense workouts. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's sometimes uh, I have to admit it's sometimes scary to see you uh do these workouts because there's so much intensity in these workouts. Yeah. So, so uh, and and you kind of answered it earlier uh, in in the in the podcast. Uh, I was going to ask you, uh, where do you think that intensity, the anger? comes from 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 all the shit that we just talked about <laughs> right yeah so that's where all that intensity comes from uh-huh. so all that 
pain and adversity I had to overcome. That's what makes me strong. Mm-hmm. So is there like something that you picture or like something that you just see in your brain that, that you just envision and just gets you upset and just gets you pumped? Mm, that only lasts for a while, to be honest. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I've stopped using anger as a fuel. You know, it's not healthy. And plus, like, you know, you can only be angry at so many things in life. Like, yeah. I, I've been lifting for almost like eight years now. I'm like, I'm done with the past. Like, that's why I'm able to talk about it openly without like crying or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really over that. So I can't really use the past to make me angry. Even if I tried, I wouldn't be mad about it anymore. Um, so now I just think about my goals, you know, like winning competitions or actually just doing my best. And you know, just trying to get get it done, pretty much. Now, this final clip is uh, another one of these outside the box episodes. Um, this is episode thirty one, and it's the episode where I judged my first physique competition. Uh, I know these guys for quite a while, and they were doing. Um, they did a bet. They put all, everybody put money together. They needed some kind of motivation to get into shape. Uh, And um, they decided to do a physique competition and they wanted me to judge their physiques. I got there to record this episode and it was just nonstop laughs. The guys are just, uh, when they're together, it's just nonstop roasting. (laughs) Um, It was, uh, it was funny it was uh i enjoyed recording with these guys and you'll hear in this clip on why i enjoyed recording with these guys yeah how was the diet oh <laughs> which one oh there was multiple diets throughout the the course okay no that that has nothing to do with <laughs> So this is funny. Okay, so the diet that he's talking about has nothing to do with the actual competition itself. Okay, that diet was more for a trip that we took two years ago for okay. the Dominican Republic, and I don't, I don't, I don't cook. I don't oh, cook. So a buddy okay. of mine who lost a lot of weight, um, I wanted, I saw his results, so I wanted to get on. I wanted to see what his uh, his, uh, his diet was. Why am I weight? <laughs> I want to see what his diet was. So he gave me his documentation of you know. The recipes and whatnot, and so one of the recipes says, one, "Man, he thought you, you make the story so fucking so long." The story is that he thought one cup of rice was fucking cooked, so he's just uh, like caking it up. Yeah, he acts uncooked, like he's got someone to be. So relax. Let me tell the story how it is. The people want to know. He doesn't know how to read. They want to know details. So, anyways, the recipe calls for a cook uh, a cup of a cup of rice. Okay. Now right. I wasn't, you know, I don't cook, so I don't know if it's a cup of cooked rice or a cup of uncooked rice. Okay. So what I was doing was I'd put I'd put a hot pot, put some a cup of rice, and I'd okay. eat that whole pot of oh. fucking rice oh, man. of cooked like, rice. I'm not hungry after I finish the rice. And so I'm sitting here thinking, what? This seems like a lot of fucking. And it was probably like three three pots later that I was like, this doesn't seem right. Like how am I supposed to lose weight? Eventually, I talked to my boy, and he said, "You dumbass, it's fucking cooked rice." And I was like, "Oh, what the fuck." So here I am. So, so you were you were eating three pots of rice, rice every day? Yes, yeah. for oh, for a few boy. days. And so when we went to Dominican, I wasn't as fucking in shape as I wanted to be. So and so, how was your workout routine looking like at that time then? Okay, so um, again, we work out here at work. Uh, we get that one hour. I was working on my core. I was alternating between uh, core and obliques. 
Mm. And I had my routine with that here at work. And then after work, I would go to the gym about an hour, two, three hours sometimes uh, a day. And most of it is just waiting on the machine because you got goons at the gym just hogging up all the equipment. That's why you need to step up, man. You got to let them know. Yeah, you're right about that. You know what? There's a lot of stuff I want to let them know about, but I'm not trying to scrap and throw weights around just to prove uh, a point, you know? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure you don't like to scream and throw weights? Oh, man. These guys love you're, the wait, you're, Oh, you're a screamer? No, I'm not a screamer. I, I keep to myself. Matt's a no, screamer. I'm not. No, I'm Matt not. is a Only screamer. at this gym no. over here, we, we lit loose. That there's only fucking there, us. There's, there's but a, there's some sensitive fucking Nancy's over there. Nah. that fucking cry a, about if you're a little loud grunt because I'm fucking throwing weight up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, motiv- man. You can motivate your partner two feet away, but this uh, one's trying to motivate the guy down the street. I'm trying to motivate everyone in the fucking gym. This ain't motivation. Because you're busy though. playing fucking Angry Birds and your little fucking phone. Angry Birds. But yet, Building castles. I'm stronger than you. No, you're not. You look the no, same for the last five years, bro. It doesn't matter. How much I you weigh? How in the last six months. How much do you weigh? Right now, 179. I weigh fucking 160, and I fucking still outlift you on everything. You, can, yes. you can only out squat me. You can't lift me on anything. Uh, maybe we not everything. Out, when we but were working out at the gym, 98 percent of the I things. I was lifting your fucking weight plus added some weights. Okay, okay. Same with me. Same with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what? So, so what is your you're a screamer? No, just at this he's gym. A, he's a moaner. No, and a when I go to LVAC, I'm I'm, I'm working not, out not and like, I hear. In the background, <laughs> but do you use that? True. You use that as a, as a motivation. No, it's just it's me and some of the guys in the gym, and we, we just fucking, fucking around, and we just like to piss this guy off. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> when okay. you see me at LVAC, I'm never like. <laughs> like that. So what? You don't like screamers and moaners? Uh, uh nah, uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I I work out to myself. I listen to my my music, uh, and I have headphones like yours that, okay. that will go over the ear. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. when someone screams loud enough that interferes with your <laughs> <laughs> your music then i get pissed off yeah yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. sorry first making, of all the music in the gym in itself is already loud enough as it is and it's horrible music it's by the way it's horrible we're making horrible fucking music. gains bro sorry that's what it sounds like <laughs> so that was it thank you so much for tuning in for this whole entire year thank you so much to my guests and thank you to everybody else that uh, did an episode with me. Um, I don't know where this show would be without you guys. Uh, now I feel like I have I have new friendships, new relationships with all of you. So thank you guys so much. I know it's it was pretty hard probably to to get in front of a microphone and talk about sensitive uh, parts of your guys' fitness journey, but I really do appreciate it, and I hope uh, a lot of you guys uh, got some inspiration uh, from it. And to let you guys know, uh, you're not alone. So thank you to, to everybody that has been on the show. So, to be totally honest, I don't know what the future of this podcast is going to be. Um, I'm amazed. I am amazed that I was able to do this for a whole entire year. Uh, a lot of things have changed uh, since I started the show, uh, to quitting my job, to to pursuing personal training, starting my own business, to to. Uh, having clients, training uh, my clients, 
expanding my knowledge. I just been really, really busy. Um, so I don't know what the future is going to be for this, uh, for Unload the Bar. I, I want to continue to do this, um, but it's getting harder and harder to, uh, to get people to have them uh, open up uh, their schedule, to have me to open up my schedule now, and to record and to edit the show. That's just, that's, that's really time consuming is editing the show and putting everything together. Um, but yeah, uh, I enjoy it, like I said before, and I want to continue doing it. I don't know how long I'll be able to do this, but um, if this is the end, thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for listening, to downloading, to uh, reviewing, to rating it, to sharing it. I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you to the artists that let me use their music. Um, I really do appreciate it. I had a vision of this uh, of this show, and it, and it changed here and there. But uh, everybody that's that that has participated in this uh, show uh, in some way or another. You guys really made my vision uh, come true. So I don't know how many times I got to say this, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll continue to say it, and I will never get tired of, of saying it, but thank you.